In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God, and the Word became flesh. Amen. I do appreciate the irony. Preaching about the beginning on my last Sunday in the pulpit at the cathedral. I was also a bit amused to have one of the main themes in this gospel be about the Word, while at the same time finding words so difficult to express what my time here at All Souls has meant. So, the blank Word document on my computer was blank a long time. Just that cursor, right, right, right. So I went about doing what I always do when I'm stuck on a sermon. Now, if you looked in the window from the outside, it made us look like I'm sitting there, slack-jawed, looking in the middle distance of my office, a lukewarm cup of coffee in my right hand, and all the sweets that never made it home to my children at Christmas on my left. It may look like I'm sitting there, but I swear I'm writing. So during this time, I thought about all the sermons I've preached here and decided to read through them for some inspiration. I thought maybe I could lift out some of the themes I return to again and again and again. So it won't surprise you. I thought I'd tell you a story about this one time when I was camping with my dad. (laughs) And we were talking about when I was working on death row. And a thought occurred to me about the orphanage in Honduras, (laughs) which had been compared to the poverty of India and then the plight of a homeless man in Asheville. And naturally, our conversation would drift into a conversation about science, complexity theory, chaos theory, which reminds me of all the chaos in the world, though we then tell him gets beamed into our house 24 hours a day on news channels. And I would say to him in the story I'm telling, it's time to use a big word like, I don't know, perseverate, and use it during a story about Camp Henry. (laughs) Then in this story I'm telling, he would laugh and hug me and ask if I ever traveled to Hayti, Missouri. Of course, I would remind him that only happened to the previous assistant to the dean (laughs) while he was on his way to Graceland. So instead, we talk naturally about Gastonia, my time in junior high, and the powerful mentors who have guided me along my way. Did I miss any themes? (laughs) Kyle? (laughs) But it did occur to me when reflecting over my 11 years working here, in fact, this gospel is perfect for today, especially because of one phrase, the word became flesh. The Word became flesh. 
Because that's just it. I've watched the word become flesh countless times within this community. Countless times when parishioners took holy words of scripture and brought them to life. Because the word becomes flesh every time the cots are unloaded for room at the end. And the homeless women are fed a meal cooked by our parishioners. And two volunteers stay overnight to watch over their every little need. The word becomes flesh when the Christian Peace Fellowship stands vigil on the lawn for years and years on Sunday afternoons. It becomes flesh when they organize a giant food drive for nonprofits like Loving Food Resources. The word becomes flesh when the lawn rangers and low. <laughs> Still makes me laugh. The lay weeders show up each to care for the campus. Show up each fall to revive the grass that's been killed at the annual arts and crafts fair. We have resurrection grass at All Souls. And it becomes flesh during the annual food booth fundraiser. The fundraiser that raises money to help those in need in our community becomes flesh with each thread on the sleeping bags the Common Thread Sewing Group makes and gives to people at Church of the Advocate who are homeless. becomes flesh for the volunteers that keep showing up to chaperone the youth group. They teach Sunday school. becomes flesh when a group gathers in the early morning, early, early in the morning, before each community breakfast, and love for others is suddenly transformed into something like biscuits and bacon. It's made flesh by the docents sitting silently waiting in the church to greet a tourist group and point out what makes this church so special. This scripture is brought alive through each committee that meets and each vestry that agonizes over decision. The Lord becomes flesh, especially with each meeting of the properties committee the people who know more about roofs than you could possibly imagine. Comes flesh with the prayer groups that meet here, for the acolytes that serve, for the readers that read, the intercessors that say a quiet prayer with someone in need. It's when the ushers greet people. It's when the altar guild works tirelessly again and again behind the scenes to help set for God and God's people, the table. It even shows up beyond our mortal spans and the generous saints that have entered in the light, yet still have left a legacy that cares for this place. It shows up in the pastoral care team calling a person who is homebound, in the potluck dish for the monthly dinner, and in the lay Eucharistic minister bringing someone communion. The word becomes flesh every time a volunteer answers the phone in the office, or the flowers are arranged carefully in remembrance of those who have passed on. It's also in the leaflets, which are carefully folded. It's also in the choir. When they lift their voices at anthems that transcend and prove that beauty will always overcome despair. It's in the giving of time the giving of talent, the giving of treasure 
to this wonderful sacred space. A place where all, all are welcome. Where trust is present and believe me, risks are taken. I know I was a risk myself. And finally, it is you that keep showing up to be the church to make God's word flesh in the world because our God writes the story of the kingdom through the actions of mortal bodies willing to carry the light into the darkness. So simply thank you. Thank you for showing me what it's like for a faithful people to incarnate the word of God. Thank you for being a part of my family's lives. Thank you for gently teaching me what love looks like. Thank you for the laughter, for the tears, the wisdom, the vulnerability, the trust, the memories, and the many, many times I have learned what not to say and how not to react. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Amen.